everyone. I'm Jen. I'm Allie. Welcome to Two Girls, One Podcast. Uh, This is a little bit of a special kind of different episode that we're doing today. First of all, it's shorter, but it's also kind of a a, a response (laughs) episode. Yeah. 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 So we're not going to bore you with our introduction. We're just going to hop right in. Yeah, we got a ton of responses from the 4chan episode, which, yeah, it was great to have so many people responding. I guess less great to have so many people upset, but (laughs) I thought they brought some, you know, really interesting perspectives to the table. So in case you didn't hear our 4chan episode, actually, this one won't make any sense unless you go listen to that one first. So there you go. (laughs) But um, yeah, we interviewed an active user of 4chan and i think from our perspective we already had heard and read ad nauseum that 4chan is a cesspool of humanity so we were kind of interested in maybe showing a bit of another side with this guy who enjoys it and i think still it came off as somewhat of a cesspool but uh (laughs) people thought that it really didn't um that we didn't cover how hateful the place can be. So Matt, did you want to dive in and read some of those responses? Yeah, sure. I'll just add and say we love the feedback. And and I think think this might be the single... Uh, an episode with the single most feedback we've gotten. We we, we tend to get a lot of feedback over time uh, about certain episodes of like, hey, I just found the show and I, I came in from this episode from two years ago and that's we love that too. But... Longtime listeners, new listeners were like, wow, this you did. You guys did okay, But this guy was saying some stuff that so uh, I'll I'll start sharing here and we can discuss and and get into it. Hi, um, my name is Elm. I may or may not be high and I'm also trying to keep my voice down because I finally got my baby quiet. I love her already. Listen to your episode on um, the 4chan, and um, I have to admit, I've not listened to you in a while just because of said baby, and I'm sitting here eating this delicious Philly cheesesteak sandwich I made and listening to this 4chan episode, and I just have to applaud you guys for, you folks, for really um, keeping your, like, cool with this dude. Like, I could not, I even started texting my friend who does not listen to podcasts whatsoever about how fucking irritating this person was, and defending this free speech like bullshit honestly like obviously it's a free i mean it's an important issue but not in that context like maybe you don't need maybe you don't get the privilege to scream into the sky that does have real anyway you know exactly what i'm saying (laughs) but i just wanted to applaud you for really uh keeping keeping your cool and getting some little jabs in there that he was not able to respond to and it it was great uh, I've not even finished the episode yet. I've got about 20 minutes left, but uh, thank you for a wonderful little lunch break. Oh, wow. I thought you were just going to play us people being angry. <laughs> uh, let me be clear. No one's angry. There were, we're there, all the feedback yeah, yeah, no, everybody, here. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was so very... So constructive, positive. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is very true. Very true. But we have heard a bit of like, I almost had to turn off the episode. Yeah, I yeah, turned yeah, it yeah, off. Yeah. But, but, but you're just right, all the way actually. Through. <laughs> yeah, and I will say actually something that I do love about our listeners is that the internet can be such a hateful place and that, yeah, their feedback is always kind and constructive, even if it's like, I almost had to turn off this episode, (laughs) which is good. People should be able to voice that in a constructive way. 
the meta question for me, and, and we three have talked about this a little bit. We talked about it a little bit in our Discord, um, and I'm going to share some feedback from there shortly. We cover, our mission is to cover specific communities, usually very positive places on the internet. So to cover, we have covered many subreddits, right? And when you're passionate about something, you go to the subreddit, and that is usually a very positive place. Obviously, Reddit as a whole and certain subcultures of Reddit in general uh, have been written about and discussed as negative or toxic places. We don't cover them, and we also don't cover like Reddit writ large as a community. And perhaps our mistake here was we went in saying, let's cover 4chan as an organism, as a full culture. Let's cover the Facebook.com. Exactly. There are certainly wonderful things about Facebook and other not so great places and content on Facebook. So I think the points that our guest Brendan were making are some of them were valid and some of them, as we discussed in the episode and beyond, completely ignored or glossed over the obviously hateful and negative places that are unfortunate. So for us to say, for, or for him to say, 4chan is great and it's not so bad, is too broad a statement. Perhaps the places where he occupies are not so bad. And then he, he even said in the episode, well, I just ignore the racists and the whatever. And it's like, well, perhaps we bit off too big a topic to chew. And that's where the feedback is coming from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sorry, I don't have it. Great. I agree. Great. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I totally agree. I totally agree. You're going to edit that pause out, so we're yeah. good. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe, Maybe not. you should. You definitely should. All right. So, so, so speaking of this, um, Chad, longtime listener and active member of our Discord, discord.gg slash 2G1P, uh, Chad shared a ton of feedback, as he typically does, and we always appreciate it, but something very specific that we have talked about a lot with this episode. Uh, Chad says, I definitely disagree in the strongest possible terms that giving people a place to share hatred online will prevent them from sharing it or acting on it in real life. Brendan, our guest's point was like, hey, if you let people have free speech, they can just shout into the internet, as our caller was saying, uh, and then they won't, you know, that won't have repercussions. You guys push back on that pretty hard in the interview and afterwards. Uh, Chad goes on to say, the more they think and talk about hateful views, the more they feel part of a community of people that think the same way and they become radi radicalized. Um, I, I agree with that statement, of course. Yeah. Um, what else is there in there to unpack? No, 100%. Yeah, we've seen that throughout the whole course of Two Girls, One Podcast, you know, Adult babies find each other, then they go to bar crawls and other people show up and they don't realize there's an adult baby bar crawl. But it's just like, that's how it, they, it, this absolutely all of the online stuff translates into real life. And something that was interesting for me and Jen is we were performing text from the internet. And so we, for so long, were like, oh, look at these like angry men in their parents' basements. And like, I will never forget the first time I saw alt-right in like the media, you know, and I was like, oh no, mm. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> it's here. <laughs> it's out. What? Yeah, I mean, it was something that we totally thought was like a corner of the internet. But, and I mean, I think people used to think, ah, oh, what's online is just like, it doesn't matter. It's inconsequential, people ranting, whatever. And I think definitely the past four years, at least here in the US, have shown us that it like very much matters. We talked about this at the end of the episode as well. And it's the main philosophical point that I cannot grapple with. Should there be a place 
uh, of unlimited free speech, unregulated free speech anywhere I'm like in the world. Super anti-free speech at this point in my life. I really am. <laughs> like I know people like that's like something as an American. I'm supposed to be like free speech. I think people use free speech to you know they hide behind free speech when what it is is hate speech. And I don't know enough. Maybe some of our listeners can help. But I think in Europe, like versions of hate speech are illegal like you can't do it i i'm so over free speech like free speech is why we've got people screaming that 5g causes coronavirus and stop the steal and i'm over free speech and section 230 of the communications decency act needs to be amended uh, but who makes the rules who decides what is outlawed and I mean, what is not unfortunately is it government needs to regulate yeah. more the same mm-hmm, way mm-hmm. you can't put kinky shit on saturday morning cartoons although arguably they don't then people watch the cartoons they become furries anyway so everything <laughs> is really but we talked about this broadcasters that's different i'm talking about the town square if i can go out you know nazis can have a parade they are allowed to do that under our constitution should they also by by de- default be allowed to talk about their views on the internet i mean no because also it's just so fundamentally different right the town square is you could only really reach so many people these are Mm -hmm. brand new tools where you can reach people from all of the world and instead of having us a few stragglers show up in the town square you can get thousands or millions of people together so it's just a totally different ball game and i think it needs to be regulated okay so you you've hit on it so we regulate broadcasters and and that is not you hates me now (laughs) well uh, yeah this but but it's nuanced right Mm -hmm. We regulate broadcasters. I don't think that's controversial. Mm -hmm. Now, if everyone in the town square is a broadcaster from thanks to the internet, like you said, we need to revisit the rules around speech because everyone's got the megaphone. Okay. That that's a philosophical place I can I can get behind. Thank Uh, you. I have more feedback when you're ready. (laughs) Go for it. Ready. Okay. Uh, This is an email that comes in from someone who ultimately did not want to be identified. So uh, they know who they are. And we thank you. I I believe they're a listener for a long time. Uh, They say uh, in email, uh, 2g1podcast at gmail.com. I follow your podcast and really enjoy it. But the recent interview with the 4chan guy was so full of white privilege, it was laughable. I have been on 4chan for years. And his idea of what it is and what what it has become is wildly inaccurate. Mockery is not the backbone of 4chan. Doxing, racist, and uh, and the utter proliferation of the political uh, slash poll board is complete. Uh, a hangout on the slash toy board for people who collect toys, and if you post a photo of a toy and anything in the photo might hint that you are a not white person, the entire thread grinds to a halt you cannot have a thread about fashion dolls without people angry that barbie is not a white monolith so clearly you know our our guest brendan says oh your identity doesn't matter it's all about text it's all about what you share and your words but obviously you know uh this listener is saying you cannot have a rational conversation if there's any indication that you are you know not part of a certain category or class Okay, this this response was the one that was most fascinating to me um, because, yes, obviously, blah, 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 blah. But what I think is so fun about these interviews, what's fun for me is like meeting people and hearing a very personal perspective. So it's like, yeah, we know it's racist, but hearing that detail of like, if my hands are in the shot, the whole board grinds to a halt. Like that is so 
Mm, we don't have a word for it in English. I need to look to the Germans. But uh, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, wow. Um, yeah. And th- that response is where I was like, hmm, should we actually do a second episode where exactly. we interview a person of color who's active on 4chan? And then we decided to do this response episode, which is great. But mm-hmm. yeah, the, that, that, res- that response of all the others, I was like, holy shit. You know, because yep. it's all the tiny thing. Like, hmm, it's just it's, it's, it's one thing to know theoretically about the fact that there's a lot of racist behavior and it's another thing when you hear these these very human details and it's two people's accounts it's one person saying eh, it's fine you everyone just ignores it it's just part of the part of the deal right of course you ignore personal, it though if you are a, right, a straight exactly. white man yeah uh, you know we bring on guests who say yes my experience is so positive but they allude to other aspects of the community of like drama and bullying and factions forming. And so we are only with any one guest, we are only getting one story. It cannot, right. one guest can never represent a community. Of right. yeah. You know, looking back at episode one, some furries don't like to fuck in their fursuits and some furries <laughs> do. <laughs> but I think that's important to say that. Yeah. These are like personal experiences. I know something that, uh, listener said also was that he wished or she would they they wished that we'd interviewed somebody who could give, who could give an unbiased view rather than like you know i think he used the word apologist uh mm-hmm. so yeah i think that's key it would be like thinking about somebody not necessarily having the bias um but for us with such a lack of knowledge of the site it's like to even know yes. who to talk to yes, would be exactly. difficult and again you know we already covered it but maybe that that was our misstep here in, in approaching this yeah what do you who is a person without bias and i know that (laughs) person doesn't exist but editorially journalistically if 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 i was writing a, a a journalistic article about a thing i might talk to a scientist or another journalist who is an expert who is like i've spent 10 years on 4chan and i'm not an active user i have just observed 4chan anthropologically i have no skin in the game Maybe that would have been the better guest for this episode rather than a, well, I mean, as you we, said, a biased but, user. But here's the thing. We are a biased podcast and mm-hmm. we have biased interviewees. That's something that I think is is somewhat core to the podcast, you know? So what do you mean by that? that? Uh, because uh, part of, well, I think... I think at the heart of what we do, we are talking to members of communities. That's true for, you know, hundreds of <laughs> episodes. And, you know, we're not doing journalistic reporting. Um, mm-hmm. We are well, we a are. We biased are. podcast. We are doing biased journalism, journalistic reporting, because we are saying these communities are good and positive but we're not covering these communities which are negative or if we do cover the negatives we tend to not use a primary source or we have a lens on it and that is both primary source journalism and it has bias i'm not here to say that like journalism isn't biased like every human being has an agenda or a or a bias that if you're a trained journalist you learn or are trained to say i'm setting this aside the best i can to report factual information but it's never a hundred percent. Yeah, but I, I think, uh, I think we're anyone very, who says we're very lying. far from we're very far from a hundred percent. Like I think uh, we are very biased, and I'm fine with that. But I think that yeah. it, we are a very biased podcast. Yeah. So yeah, you know, we never endeavor to have like a very objective 
uh, guest or an outsider looking in. Like, that's really not what we do. We have insiders. That's, you know, mm-hmm. so that that's those are my feelings there. <laughs> and also, because so you then- know, part of why we did this is that so many people just like look at these communities and make fun of them. You know what I mean? And right. that's that's its own bias. That's a whole that's the other side of the spectrum. Yeah, you yeah. know. So, but going with that logic, then we did exactly what we always do. We found a member of the community who says, this community is great and it's a positive place. And hey, there's some weird stuff, but by oh, and large, I, mean, po- I, like, I don't think we said it's a positive place though. No, the guest, yeah. the guest did. Oh, um, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, right. I guess we didn't come into it. Well, we came into it saying the media and the mainstream says it's a cesspool. We don't know because we've literally never been there. So let's ask uh, a person on the inside. Well, I'm, we I'm did exactly what like, we always let's do. Let's get a new perspective, other than the, uh, yeah, other than what the what journalism tends to cover about 4chan. Is there another perspective on it? Um, right. But something that I found interesting, which I think I like texted you guys about, is a good friend of mine. Um, is wonderful. He listens to like every episode. He supports us on Patreon. And sometimes he'll like sort of live text me as he's listening to an episode. (laughs) And he, I'm scrolling up actually to see what he texted me. But he said, uh, he wrote, Jesus, fuck 4chan. And then five minutes later, what a shitty toxic place that sounds like. So... (laughs) Yeah, so so um, I think people who are active on 4chan were like, wow, that was a really biased episode, not in a good way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for outsiders, it still sounded pretty toxic. Right, right. And to be Even fair, he polish. also said, like, you guys should interview a, a woman or a person of color who uses 4chan. So he, so he yeah. saw that, but also thought it'd be interesting to have that other perspective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't remember what your original question was. <laughs> no, no, no. This is uh, this is good. I guess I'm saying I'm trying to say we did what we always do. So if we failed with the 4chan episode, then it is arguable that we failed with m- multiple up- other episodes, but no one was upset because those interviews ag- aligned with their worldview. Uh, totally. So, I think on the one hand, we're probably part of the echo chamber problem, but I would also mm-hmm. posit that something else that is core to what we do is trying to create a positive place where people also can reach out and mm-hmm. tell us that they disagreed, which which mm-hmm. people did. So, uh, so I think we kind of did what we always do. And to some extent, I'm happy to hear from listeners who have mm-hmm. issues with it. So I kind of... Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't want any listeners to get mad at me, but like, I don't know that I would have done anything differently. Like, yeah. we tried to show a different perspective on 4chan, and we tried to be inclusive of people's feedback and comments, and did all, and we're doing a whole response episode on it. That's mm-hmm. my feelings, I think. But yeah, I, I've I been talking too much. Jenny Jams, what do you have to say? I just thought I agree with what you just said. <laughs> Nothing bad. <laughs> <to add. laughs> yeah. Do we? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Do we have any other? Uh, comments from discord yeah a little bit here um this is for not from discord but from uh a user a listener on instagram that messaged you ali right a, a dm privately oh, to yes, you and is i just right? messaged him so this is a listener yeah and he reached out on instagram and he said we could use his name so it's anthony gray and yeah he started dming me which is 
totally fine by me. Are you, did you want to read them? Because I sent you the screenshots. Yeah, or? sure, sure. Okay. Yeah, I have it. I have it pulled up here. Uh, just listen to the new episode. I had some qualms with your guest. He didn't mention that the pro-Trump activity is mostly sequestered to uh, slash poll the politics board. Uh, there are many boards about music, fashion, etc., where politics will get you ban hammered. I guess you get just totally obliterated if you bring politics in there. Uh, his examples of magnanimous nature of the two examples of the guy abusing animals was years before the rightward shift that 4chan started taking place around when Gamergate happened. So I guess he's saying maybe Brendan, our guest, was ma- referencing examples of a more positive community from years ago and that today it is a much different place than he was representing on the interview i don't know um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's completely possible and uh i mean it's just so it's it's hard for us to chat about and i don't know if we should know more about 4chan before like taking on the topic <laughs> but right. because we don't i'm like i, I just couldn't say yeah and i don't so, really plan yeah. to hang out there you know what i mean because yeah. tits are well, gtfo like i'm not gonna and i do have i do have tits but so i guess i could stay but uh yeah gonna... <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's what we said that i really enjoyed dick or get the fuck out DJ, dicks, d- dicks or get the fuck out dicks yeah. or gtfo or you no, said didn't we decide? I was like, yeah that's what i want thank you jennifer sure scrota or gtfo yes. yeah, plural plural you gotta send multiple pictures yeah Jen, Jen's point is key because we always do homework. You guys do a lot of homework because uh, you're doing the interviewing. Um, you can read 20 articles on 4 about 4chan, reporting on 4chan. That's not really going to give you the insight you need to, to say what's going on in this community unless you are spending the time there. That is why we get primary source guests and Right. I mean, the other thing that I thought was interesting is when doing our research, every mainstream article is like, it's a horrible place. And maybe they're just correct. But it was sort of interesting (laughs) to me to talk to someone else. And yeah, I mean, he also did say a lot of misogynist and racist things. So there's there's Mm -hmm. that like, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he, he didn't I don't I don't think I would like to give our guest a little credit in the sense that he didn't pretend that's not there he just yes, really absolutely. downplayed it in a way that it was like only only a straight white man where it doesn't affect you could you right. know right or that it's up to you the user to ignore it or whatever and and yeah um i think that's what's getting a lot of listeners it, it, it's what's it's sparking a lot of listeners to chime in because he it was even in the interview he didn't he didn't put a lot of spin on it. He didn't. He didn't say it. Like you said, it doesn't exist. He's like, yeah, it's there. So what? Right. And and we, you guys, and the listeners were like, wait, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like we can't just skip over that. What are you talking about? You know. And that's where all these emails are coming from. I think. I think that's a lot of it. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, our listeners, all their observations are correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got. We're not. You know, we're sharing all the key feedback here. You know, there's there's a lot of a duplicate feedback. There's nothing. Nobody called in or chimed in and said anything beyond like, "Oh, this sucked," or "This we didn't." You know, we didn't handle it properly or whatever. Like, this is all really positive, uh, constructive stuff. Yeah. Well, we thank you all for responding to that episode, and hope that you'll keep responding to future episodes. We always want your feedback. 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Junebugger. I'm at Allie Gold, L-L-I-G-O-L-T. You can email us at 2G1podcast at gmail.com. You can also text us or leave us a voicemail. That number is 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6LIT. And join our Discord, discord.gg slash 2G1P. A lot of today's feedback was from there um, and the conversation continues. So, you know, please feel free to jump in, discord.gg slash 2G1P. Allie, if they'd like to contribute to us, how do they do that? Patreon.com slash 2G1P. And Happy New Year. We know this was a short, quick one, but uh, we're going to be back in January. We got a ton of really, really good stuff uh, already recorded. So we're excited to share that with you. Super excited. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.